prepare to put on your tinfoil hats. How's it going, guys? Welcome to the show tonight. We are going to have Justin on. He's got a cool paranormal experience that he's going to share with us. This one's going to be different than uh, really any kind of paranormal experience we've had on the show tonight. Um, and it involves him seeing uh, this type of apparition, you could say. Um, but it's going to be a great show tonight. Please enjoy. Yeah, um, so I'm Justin, um, and I had, basically it's just something I couldn't explain, uh, still can't explain, happened, um, what was that, seven, seven years ago now? Holy cow. Uh, (laughs) So 2012, that's a while ago. Yeah, 2012, I was, uh. It was right before my senior year, of, uh, or no, right after my senior year of high school. Okay, okay. So tell us, tell us what happened. What happened, man? What'd you see? Yeah. So, oh, sorry. What? What'd you see, man? Well, uh, so basically, I was uh, I was at a friend's house, and you know, we had gotten kind of you know, me and another one of my buddies, um, Alex. We we went over to this guy's house. His name is Stephen, mm-hmm. and and um, basically he gave us a bit of a you know welcome to the house tour, and, and he mentioned uh, um, quite a few weird things. But you know, I've never really believed in any sort of paranormal or extra anything. Um, but you know, he he would tell he told us that there had been a lot of really messed up incidents um, in his house. Mm-hmm. There were um, several like suicides. Uh, there was even a murder. Interesting. Um, yeah, that's freaky. It was really it was really unnerving to be honest. I was like, man. Really creepy sounding house to be at the very least, you know. Um, and he told us, you know, because we were going to spend most of our time in the game room, you know, going over like there was a new magic set coming out, and we were like theory cra- theory crafting some stuff for it. Um, fun, uh, <laughs> lots of fun. Lots uh, of fun yeah. And he told us it was like. Yeah, you because know, um, the way it was positioned, you could see into the bathroom that was like right next to the computer room, mm-hmm. um, and there was a mirror that you could see while you're sitting in the computer room, and it kind of comes back out into the computer room. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And he said there was a lot of times that you know there'd be certain times during the day where, where he'd look over there and he'd see one of the previous people who had you know, committed suicide or whatever, uh, hanging from the ceiling fan. Um, which, you know, going through my mind, I was just like, uh, all right, you know, cool story. (laughs) Um, Why'd you tell us that? But cool story. Yeah, basically, you know, and, you know, this was, so this was in the middle of the summer. Um, yeah, so it's it's nice and warm out, and you know I had lived in uh, Pennsylvania, I lived in Kansas, and then I moved to Texas, which is where all this was going down. It was southern part of Texas, 
Um, and I never got cold, like, ever. <laughs> we, we had Christmas on Main Street, and everybody was, you know, bundled up in their jackets and stuff, and I'm walking around in shorts and a t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> this is nothing, guys. What What's wrong with y'all? Um, and so... You know, so I was I was pretty notorious for not getting cold, um, but that night, you know, while we were sitting there in that computer room, I I didn't know like I wasn't paying attention to the time, mm-hmm. but I just all of a sudden I got I got cold like shivers up my spine. I got really cold really quick. And I said something, and Stephen and Alex both look at me, and like they go, uh, "What?" <laughs> and I was like, "Guys, I'm I'm cold, like you know." And we had the window, like the window was open, you know, like there's no reasonable explanation as to why it's cold. The ceiling fan wasn't even on. I don't think it was warm out, mm-hmm. right? It's Texas. Yeah, Texas, middle of summer, <laughs> like it was warm, <laughs> it was humid. And, and you're shivering. Yeah, I, yeah, and I'm shivering. I'm like, this is this is unreal. Like, weird. Is the AC on? Is the AC like right on me? <laughs> um. So yeah, it was it was really weird. And um. Then Alex glances down at his phone, um, because he had just got a message from his at the time long distance girlfriend who was living in california mm-hmm. and steven said guys the mirror and you know he because he said he could see one of them again uh on the ceiling fan and, and i turned to look at the mirror and i don't see I don't see anyone hanging. Mm-hmm. I don't see a face. I don't see anything like that. But what I see is like this thick, billowing cloud of smoke, black smoke. Weird. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I was like, uh. At first, I thought, you know, maybe, maybe I was seeing something. You know, it wasn't. You know, we were all under 18 so none of us was smoking and you know i know steven he hit the he hit the pot every now and again but you know he he didn't have any at that time so it was like i just i don't know what it was um and then uh alex was telling us um basically his girlfriend had told him so his girlfriend she's said that she can see like people's auras and stuff and she can see you know she lived in a really big city so she was pretty much constantly bombarded by all these and uh she had a deceased relative i think um i think a brother or or an uncle or something um and she claimed that she was always able to see him like he was always around or whatever but she says she had woke up at exactly the time I got cold 
Steven saw the body in the mirror. Like, she woke up mm -hmm. from her sleep and saw nothing. Just absolutely nothing. Um, and yeah, so it was just, you know, and I found out later this happened at exactly midnight. Like, <laughs> so add to the craziness, I guess. Mm hmm. It's really interesting. Tell tell us more about the uh, the the smoke. You call, you describe it as a, as smoke, right? Like a black smoke or like a mist. Yeah. Um. It was like a thick. You know. Um. You know, if you've seen those videos of like crashed planes or whatever, with like that thick black smoke mm -hmm. you know, coming from the wreckage, that's kind of what it it looked like. And, you know, I wasn't, you know, it, there was nothing that I could tell that it should have been reflecting like that. And the black smoke was only in the mirror? Yeah, it was only in the mirror, like, you know, because, uh, yeah, you know, there was nothing in the room. The bathroom was, I mean, it's like one of those tiny little closet bathrooms. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. So it was like there was nothing in there. There was nothing in the room with us that, you know, we could tell it was just that smoke in the mirror. So let's start here. So you you say you're an atheist. You don't really believe in uh, paranormal things, or you're skeptical of things of the sorts. Yeah. Um, you know, I was I was raised um, as a Pentecostal Christian, actually. Mm. And um, after after a while, the beliefs started making less and less sense, and I started looking at different things. And over time, I just I stopped believing in any any sort of God. Um, and you know, I looked at other things. Um, that a lot of people talk about, like the paranormal and the supernatural and stuff like that, and none of that. There's no logical way for me to justify anything like that, especially when there's so little, you know, hard evidence on that. Mm -hmm. um, you know, and you know, I do believe that there are aliens but not in the way that we think about them you know like statistically it's very very improbable that there's no life elsewhere right statistically uh, speaking they have to exist exactly and so like but as far as you know oh alien abductions and probing and stuff like that i that's also i kind of put in that you know, I don't really believe that's happening. Mm -hmm. A little bit off topic, but do you think that they ever have or ever will visit uh, our planet? I think it's very possible um, that, you know, something like that could happen in the future. You know, we're making mm -hmm. technological advancements, you know, at an exponential rate. Look at where we were technologically 40 years ago um right our computers took up the 
entire like took up an entire room yeah now our phones that sit in our pocket are more powerful than any of those computers back then so that exponential growth you know i can see us going out you know well beyond our galaxy at some point and i can see you know again it's it comes down to statistics it's very likely that something like that could happen with yeah. another group and they could find us if they were to go explore what i always like to think kind of interesting about that you know when you when you talk about technological advances you think of you know look at how for example you pointed out look how far we've come in 40 years you know we've only been doing these you know very in-depth sciences for the you know you know this is why we have different ages laid out for our species so you know, back when people were building pyramids, we weren't doing, you know, consensus sciences and things along those lines. We weren't, that's why we have different ages. So we've only been doing this kind of technological science for, you know, a few hundred years. And imagine a species that has had 10,000 years to do that or 50,000 years to do that. Where would they be at? You know, what could they do? Where will we be if we make it another 50,000 years, you know? So I think that's always fun to kind of think about. It's kind of uh, un- unfathomable. Right. Yeah, and I mean, you know, you think about it, you can't you can't necessarily say that some, you know, some other species is on the same path as we are. You know, they yeah. could be much further ahead. But um, back, back to your story. So you saw the black smoke. Your friend saw a man hanging from the ceiling fan. Yes. Oh, that's the so man creepy. Hanging from the ceiling fan in the mirror. Did he like describe it to you? Um, he had said that he managed to find somewhere online. Um, he had found like the news articles and the obituaries of some of those people. Mm-hmm. Um, and he he said it looked like one of the previous owners. Um, I think he said it was the owner before the most recent owner, before his family. Mm-hmm. Okay. He didn't, he didn't go too much into detail about what happened on his end. It's just the basics. Yeah, um, I don't recall if he gave any sort of description. Um, he just said that he, from what I remember, he said he rem- like he recognized the guy as one of the previous owners. That's freaky. I got a question for you. What do you what? So, like, a lot of the theories that are out there right now that'll kind of run by it real quick when it comes to a lot of the paranormal stuff is people think a lot of it has to do with the different light spectrums um, where these entities or whatever they are exist. So, you know, that's why we've started using different types of cameras, which is why people for a long time were using uh, infrared cameras because it saw in a different light spectrum that our eyes can't see. And then people, once the technology advanced over the last few decades, they we now have ultraviolet and UV cameras that can see in way down the light spectrum. And they've seen a lot of different abnormalities and with, with these new types of cameras and stuff. Um, so when you're seeing this, so something that I've noticed that you've said a few times in your story here is that it seems like the constant here is that you can only see it through reflections. Do you think that However, this thing is manifesting. Is that has something to do with the uh, with the light spectrum that it's appearing in? Uh, I suppose I would have to say that that would seem plausible. 
Um, because I mean, the mirror, like you know, when you look at how mirrors are made, you know that they're not exactly. You know, what you see in the mirror isn't exactly what it looks like in reality. Mm -hmm. So, I suppose I could see that um, being a possibility. Yeah, that'd be really interesting. So, has he ever seen these these entities outside of the, the reflections? Um, as far as the hanging people? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh... Well, it's been a little bit since I've been in contact with him, but I don't, I don't think he mentions being able to see them outside of the reflections. I think, if I remember correctly, it was always if he was looking in the mirror at certain times or whatever. Mm -hmm. um, and sometimes it, it, I mean, it wasn't exactly tied to, you know, oh, three a.m. Gotta go look in the mirror. You know, mm -hmm. it was just kind of occasionally random times they would be there interesting so you said later on in your posts that uh you've been experiencing experiencing higher than normal amounts of deja vu at least in the time did that persist yeah like uh is it because i'll give you an example on my end is when i experience deja vu it's usually i'll dream about something and then, you know, a few months later, it will happen. It's nothing, like, significant. It's maybe uh, I'm walking up a hill. There's someone in front of me, and the sun's reflecting, or not reflecting, but shining down on my face into the sunset and stuff like that. And then it'll happen. And I'm like, oh, I've been here before. Is, is, is that kind of what it's like for you? or? Um, yeah, so for a huge portion of it, yeah, that's exactly... You know, kind of what it is, only, I guess, any sort of amendments I would make to that would be, you know, whenever whenever it's happening, I'll remember it as though it was from a dream, like, you know, within the last couple of weeks is normally how, it, like, I'll register it, mm -hmm. um, but then... Like, it's happened so much that I get physically exhausted every time it does happen now. So now, you know, in that example with walking the street, someone in front of me, uh, sunshine in my eyes, like, I would get physically exhausted to the point where I might even collapse. Oh, so it's a, it's a mental stress for you. It's not um, something that you'd consider interesting or cool. I would describe it as um, unique because, <laughs> um, you know, from what I've seen online, like, it doesn't seem like there's a whole lot of people who at least openly um, claim having this sort of thing. Mm -hmm. I mean, it does, it does feel a little bit crazy when you talk about, I can see the future. Dun, dun, dun. But and then someone's <laughs> like, "Oh, who's gonna win the World Series?" Well, I don't yeah. know. <laughs> I'm not there, man. I, I mean, I haven't even been there yet. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it's. 
one thing that's a common thing between people who have paranormal, spiritual, whatever experiences is they feel crazy when they talk about it because it's not something normal. It's not something that you'd really bring up in everyday conversation, mm -hmm. which is understandable. Yeah, and I get that. And, you know, thinking back to what I was thinking, what I was feeling when that whole thing happens to begin with, like, it was just, it was really... Surreal, surreal, I would say. Like, I just, I couldn't believe that something like that was happening at the time. And, mm -hmm. you know, kind of back on the deja vu a little bit. So, you know, when, so, I used to carry some stuff around in my pocket um, all the time. And uh, I remember one morning I woke up and I, like, I had just had a dream about, like, you know, basically my the container in my pocket opening and making a huge mess. And so the entire day, I was very, very careful not to let that happen. I was always checking and making sure that container was sealed at every turn. Mm -hmm. And then the second I get home, the second I go to take, you know, to change my pants out of those, I reach in my pocket and bam, it's wide open. And <laughs> like, I remember that feeling the feeling, you know, the setting, everything was exactly how it was in the dream. And so that was like, I think that was the first one that I started feeling exhausted. It's after extremely the, uh, um, vivid when it, when it happens. I think that's the right word, vivid. Yeah, I mean, I would use it to, to describe it, yeah. Huh. I think, I think the whole deja vu thing is different for everyone but it's definitely not like foreign to at least us as humans considering we actually have a word to describe what it is um you know it's it's different for everyone so you it's like a mental stress for me oftentimes nowadays if i if it happens it's like a it's a moment of anxiety because like you know I, I i didn't really expect it it's super sudden you're like oh crap i'm here it comes out of nowhere. Yeah. Yeah, it's always freaky of an experience. I've experienced it a very small handful of times as well, where it's like, you just have that weird deja vu moment where you're like, this has happened before. This is weird. I'm uncomfortable. Yeah. yeah and there's like one or two times, I think there's been one or two times where I could feel it coming. Like, I just knew like everything was lining up perfectly into that deja vu and i was like oh mm. so you're you're self-proclaimed i don't know self-proclaimed you're you're an atheist basically right <laughs> yes hardcore like there is no god there is there is no afterlife when we're dead we're dead or is it a little bit more skeptical um i would say that i am pretty hardline on my beliefs however i would be open to changing them if presented new evidence okay so scientifically based all right and you know i mean obviously that's you know something that's kind of hard you know really big claims require really big 
proofs of evidence and um and, yeah just following Occam's razor you know what's easier to believe yeah yeah man I mean, personally go ahead Dave. go ahead Sam. no you go ahead you you had a better train of thought uh personally um, i mean i'd never called myself spiritual until i was moving into this place and um the guy that owns it and he was talking he's like oh i think you're like or I assume you're like a spiritual person. That's kind of when I realized that, you know, I, I, for a long time, I called myself atheist. Though, after looking up the definition and what that entails, I don't think that really applies to me. I don't remember the definition off the top of my head. But, you know, I, I choose to believe, because it's not proven fact, but I choose to believe and I like to believe that, like, you know, example, if we die, when we die, um, the matter that is our bodies, it's only our turn to use it. That that I consider, you know, pretty true. But uh, what makes us us, like the our spirits, if if you want to call them that, those move on. You know, maybe we're in another dimension, or we just reincarnate as a, another living creature, whether it's on Earth or some distant planet. I think that uh, I like to follow you know, things like that, or I keep, I always wear a crystal around my neck, I have a necklace, it's crystal, you know, I got, I got little good luck charms all over the place, but it, it's, even though it's not proven scientific fact, I think it's a lot easier on the mind when you experience, you know, difficult things like you experience with the deja vu, it's a lot easier on your mind when you follow a more, um, spiritual route when confronting them i can see that i like i mean you know don't get me wrong i like the idea of it i like the thought of it but i don't necessarily believe that that's how it happens like i said i like to believe it it's not actual fact so it's basically i choose to believe it it's not this is my way of life you know this is the way of life Right. You were gonna say something, Stackhouse. Yeah, I don't remember what it was. <laughs> it was it was it wasn't uh, well thought out. But I was just uh, filling filling empty space there. But you had something to say, so I threw it to you. But okay. Yeah, man, it's a lot. This these are complicated, complicated things, man. Like a lot of like. The things when it comes to beliefs and stuff like that and there's confirmation biases and then there's evidence and then there's you know all this kind of stuff that goes into it and you know i i always say like when it comes to confirmation biases man like the guy that believes everything every light in the sky is ufo is just as bad as the guy that believes everything is bs that there's there's no way that that doesn't look at you know the hundreds of paranormal accounts or hundreds of millions at this point millions of paranormal accounts people have had um, certainly some of them absolutely could be chalked up to rational things. Some, some just can't be and you know, so I always say that the guy that, that looks at everything and just goes, no, nah, none of that's true. Millions of those reports, they're all fake. You know, that's the same confirmation bias people have. Um, but this stuff's complicated, man. Like it's, it's really hard to find out exactly what's real when we don't fully have an understanding of a lot of this stuff yet you know it's like i was going in the light thing we don't know what what these things are like we don't know what you saw what it is where it comes from you know and i kind of want to push that question on to you what do you think it is you know 
what what you saw and then also what do you think paranormal stuff is like do you think it's ghosts do you think it's some type of weird light energy stuff you know i'd love to hear your take on that yeah um so kind of as i've said you know previously and also in my post you know i know that i can't explain it um i I cannot come up with a, you know, fact-based or, you know, scientific-based reason for it, um, which is one of the things that, you know, it's, it's one of the reasons it's stuck with me for so long, you know, seven years, still with me, um, but, you know, if... I suppose that if I were to, you know, kind of do like you were saying, you know, instead of just all of its BS, um, if I, if I, I guess if I were to take, you know, a little bit more of an open um, approach to it, one, one of the theories that we had come up, you know, immediately around that fact was that um, our little group of me, Steven, Alex, and his girlfriend, like, you know, some huge tragedy either happened or was about to happen, and we were all seeing different signs of it at the same time. Um, so, you know, and when I think about that, I mean, it, again, taking that open-minded approach, that would make sense. You know, if, if there was, like, some kind of a catastrophic fire um, with a major loss of life, you know, something like that. Like, I, I could see that. You know? Yeah. So, nothing, nothing really bad or scary or, you know, things of that sort actually followed suit, I presume? Um, not to, I mean, not to any of us directly, and, and I remember kind of paying attention to the news for a couple weeks or so. I mean, you know, I just got out of high school, so I didn't care too much about the news. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I, I remember following for a little bit, trying to see if there was any sort of, like, major tragedy or fire explosion or anything like that. Um nothing that i could see really i mean for all we know it could have been you know some crazy angry spirit Ooh, get out of my house you know <laughs> that must have been one pissed off spirit kill all these people <laughs> like seriously <laughs> yeah but then at the same time it could have just been like you know it, it could have been some weird episode where everyone was seeing something you know there, there are a million different things that could have actually happened. Yeah, and I remember I tried to um, do kind of like a put out some feelers with some of our other friends and see if maybe any of them had seen anything weird or knew about anything weird going down um, that night, but nobody... Nobody admitted to it, so... <laughs> yeah. Like I said earlier, like, a lot of people 
A, they they either have never actually had a weird, unexplainable experience, or B, they have, and they just don't feel comfortable talking about it because they feel like they they might be seen as crazy. So, you know, my wife will, will uh, mess with me about, um, you know, my beliefs or lack thereof, mm-hmm. and I've uh, mentioned to her that, you know, that, yeah, I've experienced some stuff that I can't explain, and she goes, well, maybe if you were to open your mind. Is she talking uh, religiously, or just open your mind as in believe? I think uh, it's more of a believe thing, because, you know, she's she's spiritual, but not religious, if that makes sense. Yeah, kind of like me. And it's always really funny because you know we'll occasionally have our clash of beliefs, but yeah. overall, I mean, yeah, we get along. <laughs> I can only recommend that don't go down a rabbit hole, obviously, but you should definitely like look around into things that pertain to you and your experiences and see what you can come up with, and then you know formulate your your beliefs around that. Yeah, that make, I mean, yeah, that makes sense. And I think I've looked around a little bit, and you know, I will say part of my hopes with that uh, poster edit was just like, you know, maybe, maybe someone's experienced something similar. Maybe someone has, you know, a relatively reasonable explanation. You know, yeah. uh, unfortunately, I didn't. As far as the smoke thing goes, I didn't get any sort of uh, like a rational explanation, but I did get something for that deja vu, which has me a little bit like weird. Yeah, I was I was reading through the comments that you shouldn't let stuff like that get to your head. Like it's always obviously safe to go get it checked out. But you, you know you don't want to you don't want to let it consume you because just because one person on the internet says that's what happens doesn't make it true. I mean, that's fair, and obviously there weren't too many comments to read through, so that was a quick read for you. I bet yeah. it's it's the the same thing goes like if you type in in Google, I have a bloody nose, and then Google goes, you have cancer, <laughs> you're going to die. <laughs> Seriously. Well, how do you feel? Do you feel for better or for worse? Does it feel good talking about these things? I definitely like being able to talk about it without having to, you know, worry about getting some, you know, crazy looks or, you know, well, were you smoking some pot (laughs) that night? Yeah, I mean, that's that's what me and Sackhouse are here for, is we want to create a floor for people to tell their stories, because your experience is your experience, and no one has a right to tell you any different. So we, w- we want to give people a floor to be able to, you know, talk openly about what they've experienced without feeling judged or, you know... Ridiculed by the ridiculed. people with the opposite confirmation bias where none of this stuff is real, you know? So it can, it can be bad, man. I've had a lot of people that we've, you know, 
ta I've talked to people off the air. Uh, if you um, you went to our Facebook page, yeah, I, I assume you saw like a lot of the uh, typed out stories. Yeah, I've uh, I've looked through the Facebook page, looked through your uh, uh, Reddit page. I've I've done my looking around. <laughs> yeah, right on. Uh, but I've like a lot of those like we we have all those stories that we share. Because there's people that I'll that I'll get to come talk to me about it, but they won't want to come on and actually get on the show and talk about you know a lot of their uh, experiences because they they are afraid of ridicule and they've already you know opened up about it to like close family members and friends, and they've just been absolutely ridiculed, so they're afraid to come on the show. But you know, they at the same time know that they saw what they saw, so they give me the okay to still you know throw it out there and share it because a lot of people that have been ridiculed start to think that they're crazy uh like we've had several people come on the show that said i thought i was insane dude and then once they start to see all the people and talk to other people that have seen the same thing it starts to make things a lot a lot easier for them yeah and that makes sense and you know i know i almost had issues with timing but you know i don't i think it's you know a good thing to just kind of talk you know yeah. i've always been a fan of talking my things through i think that's a good way to uh, approach difficult situations is just talk i agree talking writing those are a couple of my best outlets i feel yeah for sure right on man well I think that kind of sums it up for us. Thanks for coming on the show. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. Yeah, man, anytime. You're always welcome. If you ever see another black, you know, smoke thing in the mirror again, please come back on. 